0: It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions.
1: And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And we're also doing it out of the largest radio internet radio network in the world. That is Live365.com. And we are so glad you're with us today. Just look for Twin Talk Cast Radio. We have a great show tonight. And. Tonight. And. Tonight. Are you going to trump me again? Go for it, man. Go for it. Tonight. On Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, awesome guest tonight, The Blender Girl, from actor, author, voiceover artist, and health drink guru, Tess Masters, The Blender Girl, who's going to be here with us tonight, talking about what we all should be doing nowadays, watching what we eat or drink, that is, via The Blending uh you know what do you call it culinary field i always watch what i drink you know uh but then i get pretty dizzy after a few beers eh so i start seeing it twice Anyway, so she, she's with us tonight. She's awesome, awesome chick. Going to be with us tonight. She's been uh, traveling the world. I know she's going to Australia this week after Twin Talk with Jose. Where else do you go after you leave the Elisa's Garage? Right, uh, you got to go abroad. There's nowhere else to go in this country. Go to Australia. She's going to be touring. She's touring, uh, pushing her new book uh, of recipes and tips for gluten-free uh, juicing and so on and so on and so forth. You know what? Um, I just want to say Hey what's up Billy We're not going to tell you If Jackie's here or not You're just going to have to Find out on your own cell phone You just have to listen okay. Just listen eh Stay tuned and listen I'm sure you'll hear it Also tonight With us With the News and Dirty Laundry Tonight Jackie Casas Is going to be giving us The News and Dirty Laundry uh, What's up with the, with the News and Dirty Laundry Tonight Jackie
2: Hi guys, Uh, tonight on News and Dirty Laundry, thousands and thousands of immigrant children who have crossed the border have the country on opposite ends on what to do with them. Details on that story. Also, an animal lover trying to help some baby duckies is in big trouble now. I'll tell you why. <laughs> and finally, <laughs> some new chonies that have uh some spark online. I'll tell you uh, why uh-huh. they're so uh, unique. Awesome. All that and more coming up on News and Dirty Laundry. And
1: that's it. News and Dirty Laundry with Jackie Casas. Is your question answered in uh, timely fashion, Mr. Jackie, Mr. Billy? Good night. Jackie's bringing the chonies, eh? Right on. Anyway, every Tuesday night with the, uh, in Theo Luis's Garage on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, we have Jackie Casas uh, giving us the skinny on all the news, sports, and all that stuff. Whatever every cheese miss everyone's talking about. What else we got today? Also, tonight, we have Angel's going to be dropping a chill lounge. And just maybe, maybe if you guys make me angry enough, I'll be dropping a Patriot Pass tonight. Uh. Well, it's not that hard to make you angry, Jose. We want to let Most you. Most all... conservatives are angry. Eh? We want to let you guys all know. No, <laughs> they're not. What? Is, what is the deal about? Well, we have a reason to be angry. Uh, with all what's angry, going eh? on in our government, but we should all be granted. I uh, mean, angry conservative or not? No, but you're not just angry at the government. You're angry at the immigrant. You're angry at the uh, rent I'm not angry you're at f- the immigrant. You're angry, you're angry at the uh, uh, at the uh, uh, abortionist. You know what's funny? Here abortionist you are you're, you're calling you're me what all, what all people call. With all the leftists call conservatives, immigrant-hating, racist, women-hating, um, um, gay-hating, uh, uh, hypocritical, uh, racist. That's what you're calling me, because that's what they. If you're conservative, that's what we are. That's all. That's all I hear from you know the news. All these angry conservatives. Oh, listen to you, Mister. Don't believe the news. Yet you, you believe the news right I there, am, huh? I'm not believing oh, that's the right. news. Yeah, but you're believing it. I when don't it comes believe to that. the news. Uh-huh. Well, I believe the Twin Talk news. Because we bring it, eh? We bring the Chonies, eh? Jackie brings the boobs, and uh, this time she brought the Chonies, eh? Anyway, last, last time she brought the chlons. We want to invite you all. She brought a three D printed chlong. You're so you're so fixated on that, Jackie. I, want I you am. Know, last I'm week, totally. that's all he mentioned through half the show. He kept talking about three D chlong. The one you talked about on the News and dirty, but Lager. he kept bringing it up. He's fixated on a on a phallus.
2: Well, you know, I, I like to inform and entertain, and I like to in this case, captivate. In this and case, in you this titillated him. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for paying attention to my new segment. He only he paid
1: attention. attention to the phallus segment because he was fixated on the, that. I'm 3D. listening to the chonies this time. Yeah? <laughs> I like girls chonies, though. I just, you know, like every man. I have a feeling you would. most, And I don't have a problem. some
2: guys tend to generally dig the commando deal. But I feel like you would appreciate women's chonies.
1: Totally. I, I'm not the guy who t- takes off the clothes right away. Yeah. Because the girls. The we girls, put a
2: lot of time, I effort, know. and money into that.
1: Girls' underwear you is sexy. You guys have
2: no idea, sweet lord, how much we spend into the lingerie ensemble.
1: Or even, even like just the regular the, chonies of the day. The
2: color... The cuts, the look, what's gonna go over it, how we're gonna take off the overgarments so you can see the undergarments, like, and you guys, the functionality,
1: the functionality, the functionality,
2: yes, what's gonna pop off first, and you guys eh? don't really take the time. I do,
1: I do. I'm
2: glad that you do. I love it because, as a matter of fact, it's very heartbreaking when you're like, I spent like four hours and a couple hundred dollars on this, and you took it in four seconds. (laughs)
1: look I like I like the day everyday chonies too the everyday oh you know what I'm just gonna throw on chonies now because that is okay the woman's chonies is, is, is 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 there's no other uh, what's the word I want to use? No other kind of attire that is more sensual and sexy and says woman than woman's underwear. Remember, and
2: do you have like a preference, or are you like an all, like uh like bikini style, thong style, boy short style? I, I,
1: low low rise, I, I like, like them, them low rise. I like them. No. I like them low rise. Yeah, yeah they're pretty, even so, if they go, they ride up on one side, or if they put on <laughs> just right. They're just gorgeous. Or the
2: cheekies. I love the cheekies.
1: What's a cheeky? The ones that show a little bit of. Uh, the
2: one that shut butt cleavage. Yeah. So they kind of like, here's your. here's your, your Oh, like your, the butt crack? Show us. Yes. So,
1: <laughs> so, so, so right it, here. It's okay. You're you my friends. Just
2: picture the chichon part of your butt. Please. We
1: won't post it. I promise.
2: The chichon part of your butt. Please show me. And then it me. just kind of like goes over.
1: Show me. <laughs> anyway, no. Uh, uh, you know, I like there's. Those. When you. You know what I like also? When a woman um, takes after you've been dating a while and she spend the night or a weekend with you, uh-huh. and next thing you know she walks in the room and she's got one of your you know tank tops and chonies on or something.
2: Uh-huh. Oh, you're The men boxer. Look. Yes,
1: the boxer or the the boxer briefs on. Oh.
2: I can totally do that. Sexy. However. Um, if all of your boxers have a print of something.
1: <laughs> come on. Oh, come <laughs> on. It's then... Uh, like a superhero or something? Yeah,
2: like a superhero. Or Raiders or, or something. Or like uh, all the Warner Brothers characters. Mine all
1: have Captain America's shield in the front. What's wrong with that? See, I've
2: seen some <laughs> with the little... Uh, Rooster?
1: A <laughs> rooster. Rooster.
2: Um, keep some solids, fellas, so we can kind of just... We'll stick with the solid.
1: All I have is solids.
2: Okay. Or even like a... What hey, is baby, a I'm pretty print? solid. I don't like prints. I'm like pretty
1: solids. solid. I like yeah. solids. I'm pretty solid, eh? Just,
2: you know, if you want I don't want to
1: camouflage anything. If, I'm proud of it.
2: If you want to have, you know, fun little look by all means, have them.
1: Did you... You know the, the last scene of Alien... The very first Alien movie with uh, Sigourney Weaver. Uh-huh. She shows some chonies. She had, like... I was really young. That came out like I was a teen. Not even. I was, like, a preteen. Uh-huh. That's how old the... The, uh, the, the movies. Those movies are... And alien at the very last scene, she's wearing chonies and a tank top. She looks I so love sexy. It. Yeah. I kept pushing rewind on that one. Yeah. <laughs> sexy. Very sexy. So Billy chimed wait. in it's about Jackie says she needs to stop. Damn.
2: <laughs> I'm glad that someone can appreciate the chonies and can appreciate the effort that we put into it. Because no, I... we seriously do, guys. Especially when we first start dating. We, we we really do. We really make an effort to make sure everything looks looks fresh and cute.
1: Well, don't make too much of an effort because then it's well, too much effort impress- to take it off, eh? <laughs> Arato, you can't even take it off. Like, your you know, the bra little snap thing. But you know uh, what? And then some of them have, have like... You have
2: to perfect that, though. And then some of them have like
1: four... What are those little hooks called? Those yeah. little hooks? The bra hooks? For the bra hooks, some of them have like four or two, like in a row, like... Two, well, one row one out. column two columns three columns four columns Charlie, man I you should be able to take a, it, got it got off with pra- two fingers that- like, Boo. you know boom dude, how- dude I could two do it fingers two. sopas. one head no look fade away bro <laughs>
0: fade away.
2: <laughs> you know how you take time to you know ex- get an, into an expert to being a guitar player an expert soccer player yeah. you need to take yeah. the time to be an expert bra taker offer
1: <laughs> bra remover
2: bra remover there you go practice that <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway uh, Jackie's back as you can hear uh, We are happy about that And uh, there you have it How was your week brother? It was pretty good eh? I did nothing over the week And I just hung out at the house Because I really needed to After like a really tough Like a couple of weeks prior to that You know with you know Getting you know six packed <laughs>
2: Are you still on your ban Alcohol ban? Not shot
1: Well I haven't banned my alcohol I just minimized it by seventy percent. Oh, okay. That's quite a bit, eh? That's a lot because I drink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I love beer. What can I say? But it made a big difference. And plus, I always eat pretty good. I just eating a little bit better, or you know. So, like right now, better-er. I'm having my better. I'm having my salad, and then after that, I'm going to have these cookies.
2: <laughs> I see that there.
1: I always start with my with my, my greens, eh? You Pardon start me, I'm cream. having a power issue. Angel, I need a help. Jackie, you stretch while Angel and I fix this. I always need... I told her to stretch. Here.
2: Oh, Here, okay. Grab this. Yes. Well, I, I, I appreciate that you're taking the time to, to get your health together, uh, Angel. It's It's very, I imagine, very difficult for you to cut back on your beer. 70%. That's... That's
1: a lot That's uh, You know, that's what I look at when I drink beer How much percentage alcohol it has, right? Uh-huh So, uh, I just cut it down a lot anyway. Okay, I'm back There was a prob- problem with the with the computer But back Nice stretching over there, Jackie <laughs> You're welcome <laughs> Throwing a yoga y todo, eh? <laughs> Thank you, Jackie <laughs> Hey, who brought the red vines, eh? <laughs> that was me <laughs> Anyways, uh, Red Vines, it's time. Um, it's time for your shout outs because we love you, eh? Uh, a shout out otra vez for you, Billy. Uh, anyways, the shout outs are brought to you by um, Aladdin's Jr., the uh, second Mediterranean cuisine and concert venue. I want to give a shout out to some Hazzies. JP, what's up, homes? Uh, Kathy Denago, Do you know who Kathy Denago is, bro? I sure do. I think I, sp- I pronounced it wrong, but there you go. You pronounced it correctly. Also, a twin, Sonia Peck-Madelon. Hey, thanks for posting on our, you know, sorry didn't I didn't comment, lady. I hadn't been on until just a minute ago. She posted uh, that we should check out Twins Day Festival. In Twinsburg, Ohio. I'd love to do that. They do that every year. It's been a thing that's been going on forever. We're awesome. We should go over there with us. We should us. And Show and broadcast, yeah. Also, I a shout out for Mata out of Burbank High School. I know you're on summer vacation right now for a minute, but you're still rocking the taco Truck Thursdays. Uh, also, some... Uh, some world soccer shout outs. Hey, eh? I want to give a shout out to Ochoa. Hey, eh? you don't miss shit, Holmes, from Mexico, and Chicharito Hernandez, Holmes. You made that goal, that really good goal yesterday against Brazil. Always, uh, and also a shout out to Kobe Jones from USA. Man, we beat uh, Portugal this weekend. Eh? I caught that shit, that game. Eh? Yeah, but what a loss on <laughs> against uh, who was it? uh... It was Portugal. It was Portugal. We beat them. No, we we, we 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 drawed with them. Dude, but it was like a last minute, dude. I know. It was in our pocket already, man. We could have moved on to the next level. What do you mean that we vato, beat them? That, vato, that vato from the other team, he did like a Superman. He went vertical and hit it with his head in the, uh, in the goal. It was right? pretty bitching. Uh, we almost had the one, but it's a draw. We're still in. Anyways, their shout-outs are brought to you by... Aladdin's Jr. Mediterranean Cuisine and Concert Venue where you can go have some beer and some Mediterranean food and some music on the weekends. They're in downtown Pomona in the Arts Colony on 2nd Street. Go online, check them out. Go over there, tell them Los Twins sent you. All right, we'll be right back with News and Dirty Laundry. Shoo! I know. It's time for your shout-outs. shout-outs. Have-
2: hey, everyone. This is Melissa Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with you all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV Dish, and AT&T UVerse.
1: Tune in. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. This is Jose. And I'm Angel. And I'm having a problem with this music today. I'm sorry I'm messing it all up. But I know, but dude. <laughs> your your iTunes in there, it just does what it wants. Hey, when I'm over there, it plays what it wants. Yeah, that's... And you're like over there, there always, eh? always comp- uh, you know. No, you're the complainer. Eh? Hey, what's that behind there over there? You got like a frame over there. What's that? That is my... Um, let me read it. Society of Professional Journalists presented by Sigma Delta Chi. It's a Sigma Delta Chi award and bronze medallion for the investigative team for KNBC. It's an award I won about uh, six years ago. From some college? Yeah, well. Like I, some sorority? Were they a bunch of chicks? Eh? No, it's a Society of Professional Journalists. It's a Society of Professional Journalists. So isn't that the name of a sorority there? It's not. A, it's a fraternity. Yeah, Paternity for Sorority. What's no, the difference? No. It's, the, it's the name of the award. That's the name of the award. But it's presented by the Society of Professional Journalists. I had it put away, and I decided oh, I'll put it out here because, you know, Theo Luis's garage, he doesn't mind. Cool. I'm cool with that. Hey, did you know? Did you see that? that the uh the label gmo uh initiative or enable gno thing is uh is coming alive again yes i heard that that's awesome for those of you who are interested in um in uh getting your genetically modified foods labeled so that you know where it is and you have a choice apparently they uh there is an sb uh what do they call it sb 1381 label gmo uh on the legislative initiative. In initiative, or on the whatever you right. want to call it. So it's there. If you want to, uh, if you wanted to keep going, whatever the process is, call your local assemblyman or woman. It's SB 1040, SB 21. Um, and just go online and find out who your assemblyman or woman in the agricultural department is, is and tell them that you want it. Because you don't know what, you know, genetically modified foods you're eating. And we need to know. And we need to know. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Why you cut me off like that, eh? Because we got to move on. There it is. When you hear that guttural beat that grabs you from the loins and says, it's time to listen. It's time for The Girl with the News, The Girl with the Dirty Laundry. No, she's not wearing it. No, but she's dancing over there. The girl with the skinny and all the new sports entertainment. She brings the pink headphones, the charm, and the know-how. From Telemundo and NBC, multimedia journalist Jackie Casas with the news and dirty laundry. Woo! All right, Jackie, welcome back. Hi, guys. I'm
2: glad to be here. I always miss you guys, even when I'm gone for
1: a week. Well, we feel bad that you were ill. Every time you get sick like that, we feel like, ugh. We also know that you miss us.
2: It's Yes, I miss you guys. That's why we feel so bad for you, because you miss us. <laughs> Well, you better, because I miss you guys terribly. And I always have so much fun being here in Thelousa's garage with you guys.
1: Uh, likewise. And I understand why you feel like crap, because it's such a terrible shift. I have
2: it. a horrible shift. And then the really crappy part about it is that I am proactive towards my sleep. I like to take naps. I like to try to schedule in, you know, some sort of eight hours of sleep. The worst part is when I actually schedule it in. And I always try to get a, a literally a nap right before I come in. And when I wake up with a headache... It's like the worst ever because you feel like you're trying to take care of yourself and then you feel worse than before you actually went to sleep. So my head had converted itself into a migraine. I tried to shake it off for like an hour and a half and it just got worse. Ugh. Let,
1: me, um, let worse. me give you a, a suggestion. Give me some wisdom. Try it, okay? Okay. And I know it ain't good for you, Uh but buy yourself a Coca-Cola Classic in the can. Uh-huh. And down half of it, at least half of it, naturally. Don't force it. Okay. Cluck, 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 cluck. <laughs> Let out a good ass belch. Brrr. And you're golden, baby.
2: Really? Yeah. I've never tried that before. Oh man, it works great. <laughs>
1: really? Oh yeah, baby.
2: Make sure it's really like deep and profound, coming from from my gut, and just.
1: Oh yeah, it'll come after a half a Coca-Cola Classic in one shot. Okay. You'll be good. It'll get it'll it'll handle it, baby. All
2: right. Okay. Good yeah. to know.
1: And sex is good for a headache too. I've
2: heard that as well. Yeah, I've heard that as well. <laughs> I've heard um, drinking, eating a clove of garlic is good. But I just, I can't For get, headaches. Yeah, I can't get myself to to eat a clove of garlic because I don't really know how that would help me. It Otherwise burns. It make me want to throw up.
1: I do that when uh, I get I'm when not I'm feeling in... sick, like flu. Then I eat the cloves. Garlic yeah. is good for a lot of things. I don't know if I'm going to down a clove just to get rid of a headache, though. I'd rather yeah. try the sex thing first.
2: <laughs> the sex thing first. Go with that one is option numero uno. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. So what do you got going on for us today? All
2: right, guys, we have a lot of news today, so let's get started. Democratic U.S. lawmakers announced uh, this week that they would provide lawyers for thousands and thousands of undocumented minors streaming across the border into the U.S. They're saying that forcing children to face deportation proceedings alone goes against fundamental American values. One of the representatives uh, and the other House representatives introduced the bill, said that as many as 40 to 50 percent of the undocumented children would have legitimate claims to remain in the united states under current law citing studies by the united nations and other agencies no you
1: know what don't do it kids let me give you guys some advice little kids no public defenders eh last time i saw one i did 28 days in county (laughs) eh
2: (laughs) what was your county nickname
1: um Bitch. No, i <laughs> <shot> him. <laughs> was it like, like um,
2: angel eyes or something uh-huh, like that? No. <laughs> yes, baby, it was.
1: <laughs> I got it tattooed. You want to see it? <laughs> you know, um, I, 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 I hate this whole situation. The Obama administration announced about a year ago that... They were not going to be deporting uh, any kids that were crossing the border illegally. So what happened in Central America and parts of South America, the news stations are actually saying, if you want your children to go to the United States, now is the time. So they're sending them by the tens of thousands. 50,000 children already have crossed the border in the United States in the past three months. We're going to be at 100,000 by the end of the year. And it's being caused by the American government. And it's being done I believe it's being done intentionally for do many you, reasons. the you, American government? Or? Absolutely. Okay. I'll tell you why. Because they've been trying to push, the, the Democrats have been trying to push oh, a, a, okay. uh, immigration a so-called immigration reform. Okay. And they're trying to legalize and, and all these illegal immigrants.
2: They're saying that this bill that they've the proposed we could save about $2 billion a year because it would eliminate the immigration proceedings and the, the need to house these thousands of children isn't that, for isn't, months and months at a time. But
1: isn't that just a great way to do it? Open up the floodgates and say, we're sinking. Let's save some water. There's Let so, them stay here.
2: There's such a flood of them that they've kind of overflown over to Arizona and California because there's so many of them that have come through the Texas border. They don't have enough resources to process all of these children. So, you know what
1: I say? Let them in. Let him in, eh? You know, I mean, I'll even consider no. fostering over no way, dude. one of these kids. And no. I think we should all do that. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, if if kids are coming in, they need a place to say, come on down, eh? I'll buy a little kiddie pool. Eh? Think am- about it, Angel. The government. I am thinking about it. You think about it. Let me tell you. I think, the, uh, I, I think you kind of hit it on there that the government did it on purpose. And one of the reasons, Jackie, is because right now there's a uh, – it's not big news because they're making this humanitarian slash immigration controversial thing big news. Uh, but what's really happening at the border right now is that these uh, border patrol guys are having target practice with his uh, mis- Mexicans on the other side of the border. There's a lot of reports that I've been you know, following of guys just border patrols shooting into uh, uh, the other side where they, you can see people partying in Mexico. People actually getting killed. And lo and behold, what what happens? All of a sudden, all this news breaks out of all these kids coming in. They've been coming in for a long time. Not eh? in these droves, Angel. 50,000 in just three months. That is. They've been uh, that coming. Is, They've been Do co- you know how they get here? They jump on the I top kn- of a train. Uh, yes, I know. And that. they go from. And, they cross the border of Guatemala. They cross the border of Mexico, and they come all the way yes. down on the top of a train. But it is now a flood. It is a situation where the government, these liberals, are now going to say, "Oh, this is a humanitarian thing. Forget the fact." That- it's not a liberal thing. It's not a uh, uh, a conservative thing. It is a humanitarian human- thing. Human- human- humanitarian You know what it is? Let them in, eh? It's not going to hurt you. Trust me. You're going to make it to your Lake Havasu vacation. uh, Even if you pay taxes, you're going to pay taxes for the rest of your life, eh? You might as well pay taxes for something that's worth the cause, not sending some uh, some kid to some war in some foreign country. You know what? That is such a misnomer. Sure, there's, you know... Uh, Situations, But the families, okay, how about Angel? How about this? How about the families that are being separated? I believe, I agree with what those liberals are saying and all those rallies are saying. They're they're, they're crying to the government. When you go to these pro-immigrant rallies, they're out there saying, you're separating families. And I agree. The government is separating families, but not by saying go home, but by saying come here. Why? Because now 50,000 children have crossed the border without their parents. And I, I do not believe the narrative that every single one of them are here to find their parents. They're being put on the train by their parents to send them over here. And that is wrong. They're coming over here to interview parents. Hey. <laughs> so, so this
2: is, like I said, there's a lot of controversy on, on, on this topic in particular. And you have people on opposite ends where they feel like they want to help these children. That are Some have been as little as, as just babies, like just a couple months old that they're here with their older sister who's like six years old, and some that are more in their teen years. Um, there is, I've been reading some comments on this article in particular where I was reading from where they're upset in particular because there's these free lawyers that are being offered to these kids, mm-hmm. and there's this one woman who actually commented like, how come I didn't get a free lawyer when I was trying to get rid of my ex in my life?
3: <laughs> but she
1: brings up a good point. Um, they had the, the city council... Um, uh, I forgot the state, or had, uh, not the city council, the state had hearings for people to come in and talk and listen to this make suggestions as to um, what to do with them. Uh, what to do with them. So, what do you say? You're, you're talking like, oh, you need a, the, like they don't need a suggestion, put them back on a fucking bus and send them back, I see no nomás? Is that what you are saying? You are not saying even buy him a, uh, mean, a, I, a kids meal at Big McDonald's at least. They're being housed
2: they're be- in facilities which they're. I mean, they're not the greatest facilities. They literally have like he, the, the heating blankets the that Texas, are like the aluminum ones.
1: The Texas version of Guantanamo Bay.
2: What, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Guantanamo. It's it's not the best conditions for them to be. It, uh, there have been reports where a lot of the children are ill. A lot of them are not in the cleanest uh, situations of all. But there's been a flood of them where there isn't any resources that have been really allocated properly to house them in a proper facility from Texas and Arizona. And, and you know what? They're not our
1: responsibility. I, I, I do care about the children. I do care because it, it, they were misled. Let me finish. Let me, don't interrupt me. I do care about the children. I do care that they're here now all of a sudden without their parents, some as young as two years old. OK, so where and are their is, parents and their parents, where are their parents? Their parents
2: origin country.
1: The parents sent them here at at the risk of at their own peril. I'm sorry. It is wrong. I would rather risk. So have I would here, rather I risk, risk. I would rather risk raising my children in a poor country than not having. with Well, them it's in North not
2: even just that they're being so poor. There's a lot of drug violence in Central American but country, it's not that and bad, there is some. But it's not that bad. Well, of course it's not that bad because you don't <laughs> live there. You ever buy you drugs
1: over to, there, bro? <laughs> and you don't
2: have to deal with the drug violence where a lot of these uh, the drug cartels. Um, in Central America, will recruit them as young as this, as the age of these kids A that lot are coming of these kids, across the border. That's the
1: narrative that they're putting out there, so that we will. Oh, whatever happened for them. to the American dream? Jose, isn't that what everyone looks for? Yes, okay. I, I believe in the American dream, okay. but there are people who are coming in here legally that are going through the process, and they're not. You know, they're not saying the to American the dream never start. Trust me, Jose, the American dream didn't start with with legal aliens. It started with illegal aliens, eh? They came over here illegal from the beginning, from the get-go. And then in this case, it's like a big, it's, to me, it's like not a big deal. There's bigger fish to fry here than to worry about some people coming over. There's plenty of room. You know, it's a land of the I free. Think it's being every, it's not going to hurt my pocket. I I'm, think they're taking my taxes every check, every end of the year. So I might as well go for something good rather than it's another. It's irresponsible parenting. It is irresponsible Yeah, but that's the parents. So now they don't have their parents anymore. They can okay. come pick up some new parents you know over what? here. Right? I can't pay my kids. How many parents I can't over take, here care- would love to, people would love to have children and they can't. Well, there you go. Your pickings right there. Some Hispanic children. From that. They could probably play pretty no, good soccer. No, because there'll be a bunch of, you know, kids from El Salvador are angry
2: sad situation regardless (laughs) it's a very sad situation no no one's really winning these poor kids which lord knows what's going to happen to them they they don't have their parents there's really no one necessarily looking out for them but there are people who are trying to either way it's a very 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 sad thing
1: all i know is that if we vet them in we can have some really good tacos eh? you know i
2: heard there's a lot of space in like tennessee and North Dakota. No,
1: Charlie, over there, they, you don't want to. Eh?
2: Okay. Now, Maybe I Ohio?
1: There's probably spots in... A, in Montana? 10, no, right here, eh? Southern California, dude. They'll fit right in, man. <laughs> <laughs> They'll <laughs> fit right in. They'll Go squeeze
2: it. it Here's Louise's of... Garage. You can shove about 200 of them, I'm it's pretty ma- sure. They'll make it space.
1: As a matter of fact, they we are could probably there. get some, some public assistance if we had them <laughs> here. There are several hundreds of them at Point Magoo uh-huh. Naval Base here in Oxnard. Um, where uh, the Navy base, the Navy is, is, is uh, pretty angry about it because they're not outfitted for that. They're not outfitted for uh, you know, housing, basically a concentration camp full of children. Sarah. And uh, Jan Brewer from Arizona is pissed off saying, this is something you've created, and she's shipping him over here. She's shipping him over here? And eventually, From where? From Arizona. She's but why? Governor. Because she's like, this is not my problem. Why is she uh, shipping them over here to L.A. though? They're being because they shipped have, everywhere because they have them here. in Naval base. They have a naval base here, and now I heard but, that. They're but Arizona is uh, so good at arresting uh, native, uh, 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 native illegal immigrants and, and having them in the in fucking jail for so long. Let them out and put <laughs> but those kids. 50,000 children. You gonna put yeah. them in jail then, Angel? You just said it. Put no, them in jail. No, just feed them, eh?
2: Just feed them. They
1: are being fed.
2: All right, guys. Moving <laughs> uh-huh. on. A public hearing on regulations involving the pending issuing of California driver's license to illegal immigrants was held today in downtown Los Angeles. This is one of two events announced by the California Department of Motor Vehicles to receive public comments related to the implementation of what is called the Assembly Bill 60, which is a state law that directs DMB to issue driver license to undocumented California residents. AB 60 requires the department to issue an original driver license to an applicant who is unable to submit satisfactory proof of legal presence here in the United States. So
1: does does that mean like if I lose my ID, I could go over there? And yeah, get a, yeah. A, a driver's license that's a somebody good, else's name or what? That's a very good point. I think it's utterly. First of all, it's just ridiculous that they crammed that law in down our throats and said we are now going to give driver's license to illegal immigrants. What a, what a, what I about have the, a bunch of warrants. What so I'm about go, hey, I'm what Jose about, Hernandez? Hey? What about <laughs> what about the bus? Why can't they take the bus? Think about it. Why not take the bus? They take it, the bus already, eh? Then, then why do they need driver's license for Well,
2: because there are a lot of uh, undocumented people that live here, that have lived here for a certain amount of time, can have afforded a car of their own and need a car to transport themselves or other people to work. And they're terrified. Okay. So what you're saying, what you're see saying how is, simple
1: that answer so is? They're terrified I stupid that question to get was. in a car accident.
2: Something <laughs> hap- or if, if some, they're
1: not supposed to drive. How some, many Americans?
2: Some how jackass many? 18-year-old teenager kid who's in a DUI situation rear-ends their ass and they're the ones that are chingados?
1: Here is the deal. They shouldn't be driving in the first place. If you don't have a driver's license, Jackie, whether you're American or illegal alien, I drove without a license for two years. You should not have it. But how impractical is that, Jose? How impractical is that? Yes, there are some people out there like myself. For a long time, I didn't have a driver's license. Two years, I took the bus. And what you normally would take me, 20 minutes took me two hours and two buses. A small price to pay what, for what? the American dream, right, Right, no. no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, how many people take the bus and don't even buy a car? That's what I'm saying, but it's practical for some people, and for some people, it's not. Because jobs aren't that easy. Okay, let me just some see. people need to go to a job site, and it's a different job site the next week. And then it's a j- different job site the Angel. next week. And if they're working under the table, it's even harder for but them. But guess what? When you come from another country, you suck it up. You've decided that you're going to come from another country illegally. What be, let me finish. Be here illegally, um, and then you need to realize that you're not necessarily going to get all the entitlements of someone who's here legally. Let me tell you what the what the uh, the, the government or people that are against this need to realize is the that the government not against it. They're totally for people it. People that are against it government. That, uh, that that uh, that that the they're part of the economy the way it is now the uh, underpaid that and under one. I'm tired of that But it is so true Jose Then then let them take the bus It is so true If they can af- if they can afford to work they can take the bus it's cheaper than no. for the car insurance No no Jose it, it sure is And they need to be accepted as part of the the uh, of the society that we are contributing to this capitalistic way of being the reason why there's a uh, um companies out there that are succeeding is because they're paying cheap labor one and they're selling they're selling right back to them the cheap product that they put out there so really the bottom line the american dream here the way that everyone puts it like you put it okay, oh well, it's capitalistic we should have the freedom to to do it if you don't work hard and i do then i should make more money than you yeah, yeah but you're of gonna course. <laughs> yeah but you don't do it alone jose you rely on the people one the people who make it Two and the I, people who wait, buy it. So, I do so it alone, bottom, angel. So bottom line about? so bottom line is is that the, the capital the capital is really a farce. Capitalism is really What a does farce. this have to do with illegal because driving because they because they are out. driving the economy where it is right now. They're contributing to the economy where it is right now. And, and that we need, to, and we need to recognize we need to recognize take the bus. Because that drives the economy. You take the bus, it b- puts revenues into the cities. Because
2: the gas tax doesn't bring in money, no. insurance tax doesn't bring in because, money. And
1: I'm just saying that if you're going to talk about it, I, no, be in I'm not because I'm saying money. if you're going to bring in money, then do it legally. Don't be giving somebody a driver's license who doesn't deserve it. Well, well, change, so I mean, change the legal. law, eh? Change the law to recognize Clearly, that's what they did. To they're, change, yeah.
2: They're breaking the laws This as being here. There are some that are here that were brought here as children and grew I'm up sorry. in the United States that's what the and parents, parents, don't know anything else. That's their parents' So how choice. about let's try to make some that's, responsible decisions with them being here? Reality is we have over 11 million of them here. And guess what? what? That's, they're not leaving tomorrow. That's the so parent's let's try choice. to put in some Yeah, they're not going to jump on
1: a train. Eh? That's the parents' choices. I'm sorry. Cho- let's sorry. be
2: smart and responsible with the cards that we're okay. dealing with. Okay. Then let me so just let's oh, try then. to officiate the process by giving them a, a license. As long as they then, have proper documentation, they're trying to be responsible understand. drivers. Listen, some of them didn't come uh, here by choice. Let me finish. Bring it, let me girl. finish. Bring it. They didn't come <laughs> here by choice. They were dumped here, brought here, whatever situation that they're here in a situation. So so let's try to make them responsible Americans here, as they are. Not they're that not they're going anywhere. Let's make. Let's understand. Try to make things, the resp- let me finish. Resp- let me finish. Let's make them responsible. Follow the process that you and I have to do because they're living here. They're contributing to our country. They're not leaving tomorrow. So let's be responsible and make it a proper program for them to follow. Okay. Here's
1: the Indeed. deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. The problem with that is this. That just like what is happening right now with fifty thousand children arriving to through uh, through our borders in three months, the the moment you start doing that stuff is like it uh, it is a free for all. You start saying, "Let me, let me, Angel, you're going to interrupt me. I know you are." The minute, absolutely, you start saying, "Oh, this is now a sanctuary city or state. Um, We are now giving driver's license to people here in California." So guess what happens? All, they start sending them. Uh, they start coming over here to California. If you don't believe that's happening, then then Jose, I'm sorry. I don't know what world you live. You in. You have nothing to worry about. There's so many hyper patriotic, uh, gun slinging, trigger happy white people that would love to stand at the border right now and call themselves Minutemans in the name of patriotism. I'm sorry, Angel, but the fact they got of the your ma- back, Jose. The fact of the matter is that no, you know what? The, the truth fact is? of the matter that well, is you're 50, the fact, 000- the fact that the facts are what Jackie says. We got uh, thousands or millions of Hispanics here it's nothing new it's been like that since the beginning of this this state this country it's been like that the what's what's unrealistic is is your your frame of thought thinking oh well you don't deserve it because okay, you're breaking okay, the law okay. while in the meanwhile we are reaping the rewards of the under uh, documented and underpaid laborer yeah. who contributes so much to this economy not that money is the measure but hey bottom line this this is the the they want it that way. The man wants it that way. It's up to us to honor honor our brothers and sisters who are p- providing, and not honor the capitalistic ways in their oppressive uh, you ways. You're a because capitalist, it's an oppressive. The reason it's like that, it's oppression. They want to make us think that it's going to cost money out of our pockets, so that we keep them oppressed, so that they could keep the labor costs down, but still have that market. Look, the- you are brainwashed, and so is all the hyper-patriotic, gun-slinging white minutemen out there that get in the border thinking they're doing something good. Here is the deal. Here is the deal. The, the, again, if you once you start saying, "Here is a free this," "Here is a free entitlement," "Here is speculation," a- Angel, let me finish. Speculation. You let said me it finish. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, no, but Angel, think about it. It's not speculation. It's common sense, and it's happened. Look what happens with these fifty thousand children that are crossing the border. You say that there is a free ride. It's coming. There is just you flood it. That's we never happens.
2: said it was a free ride. It is it's a free the media, ride. Uh, it's the medias in their uh, uh, countries of origin that are saying, hey, h- hop on over. It is a free will... ride
1: because the president said, hey, we're not going to deport.
2: They didn't say anything and to come on okay, over and okay, we won't deport you. Okay,
1: to use your argument, you said there are 11 million people here. So Here you, now. let me, I know. There are 11 million people here. Might as well do the common sense thing. What do you think happens when you flood people, when you have these kids? The common sense thing is... We've got them here now. We got to do the humanitarian thing and give them the, the 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 free ride, which will be the social services. They're all going to be placed in here. They're not. Ninety nine percent of them are not going back. I'll tell you that right now. And why? Because the exact reason why I say the minute you say. Oh, we do a little bit of this. You're flooded. And then what you don't have to do, then you have to do it. You have to give them the free ride. You flood the gate. And, gates. What was, the and gates. what's the big deal? It's not going to hurt your pocket. It, it does hurt. hurt, hurt the po- Absolutely. It doesn't. It eh? does. You know what hurts my pocket more is all the money going to subsidies to companies, big corporations, subsidies and tax breaks. Those kind of things is what hurts me the more. And what are they doing? Is it a humanitarian thing? No, it's a handout. It's an entitlement way of being. That's where, it really is and that's what and that's why the rhetoric is what it is now causing division so that the focus goes on the people and 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 really what we need is to is to uh, become united as a people and, and realize that we need each other and because of us we we can impact the, the people who are in control right now, the, the the elite, the ones that are really taking the that feel entitled to everything, the ones that are really taking the handouts here. Instead we're sitting here arguing because we're listening to the, the you know, all the rhetoric and we're all scared. And then we get our, you know, hyper patriotic guns and go to the border and do a Minuteman thing.
2: Well, these licenses, they are uh, due to come into effect January 1st of 2015.
1: Orale, Holmes. So, uh, I want to ride, eh? I know some good insurance guys.
2: <laughs> uh, they have to follow, of course, guidelines, but that should be coming up in the next few months.
1: So you say when, is, when are they going to January
2: 1st, 2015.
1: Let me just say one thing. You don't have to worry about this, Jose. None <laughs> of them, are, I'll tell you, I'll mark my words. I'd say I'm going to I'm going to say about 30 percent of illegal immigrants are going to go get their 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 license. And I'll tell you why, because if they have to identify themselves, then their wives who are collecting welfare, Mm -hmm. claiming that there is no husband. Oh, so you just said it. You admit there are a burden. Ha ha ha! I never said it you was. You just said it. I didn't say you it was just, a burden. You just. I didn't say it was it is, a burden. But I'm telling you, it is. Uh, no, it I know. It is because it is a burden. It's not a burden when they're, when they're taking welfare out of our. It Jose, is a burden. I, just a burden. I just told oh, you I just told you. Oh, they don't take welfare. <laughs> Jose, I didn't. I, I did I just told you before that I didn't say burden. But it is a Let burden. Let me tell you, it it's is not, burden not a burden, un- burden Jose. And you know what's funny? I didn't want to go there oh because I didn't want you to think that oh, they're not doing it. But you're saying no, it's not a burden because I have no problem paying my taxes. For the for for you know for that rather oh, than for, all some, the, for somebody who's lying that the husband isn't around. Oh, but you, you have to do it. But it, you're okay. You're okay with sending money uh, uh, for you know these private interests to go fucking send. I never said that. All I'm saying is that I don't want to pay somebody's welfare if the guy is around and can do it for his family himself. All right, we're on to the next one.
2: Let's move on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this story actually made me sad because uh, I'm an animal lover. And uh, this woman is paying the price for being an animal lover. A 25-year-old woman faces life in prison for stopping on the highway to rescue ducklings and causing a crash that killed a father and his daughter. Emma, mm, she's got a crazy last name, Chorna Bosch was convicted by a jury jury last week on two counts of criminal negligence causing death a charge that carries a maximum life sentence and two counts of dangerous driving causing death which comes a maximum of 14 years in jail she was she parked her car on the highway to rescue ducklings on the on the highway and the um um the motorcyclist and his daughter, who slammed into the vehicle, passed away. Oh, she was charged dude. with the death of Andre Roy, who's 50 years old, and his daughter, Jessie, who was 16. She was sentenced, and apparently she was crying in the courtroom in Montreal, where this all went down. Uh, she was released until her pre-sentence hearing on August 8th. But it's so sad. Like She could possibly face life in prison because she pulled over. She saw these ducklings all on the highway. The in the
1: name of poultry.
2: Yeah, and Save she, the poultry. Stopped, she stopped <laughs> to try to help them to get off the highway, and these people.
3: Well, that, that's that's pretty paper. foul. That's, yeah.
1: <laughs> I got to say, I'm sorry. There are laws for that reason. There are laws stating that is a legitimate law that you know, you're negligent. Um, uh, you know, you just got to go back so to this. So what
2: do you do? Just run over them? Unfortunately, yeah. you yeah. can't.
1: what can you do? <laughs> grab them on L- the way. You could barbecue it later on. <laughs> if, if, look, it may not have been a very responsible or smart thing to do because you put your own life in peril over these That's little true. ducklings. And then in this case, obviously, another person's life in peril that caused the death of other people. So, yes, you got to think ahead. People get caught up. The, the problem with our society, one of the problems of society is that people are dehumanizing children and humanize. Dehumanizing, <laughs> <was talking>. dehumanizing <laughs> babies and humanizing animals. Yeah, so animals like in, are animals. So, like in this case, the girl got overwhelmed by her feelings. Oh, the pretty little duckies, poor things. I'm gonna stop and help it, and then all of a sudden, she yeah, she didn't think about the uh, the potential dangers to herself or other people. She should have kept going. Eh, you know. It is sad, though. It, it is, is sad it. because her intentions were noble and it was cute. I mean, just... But, but it was it was <laughs> It was stupid. I mean, it I was know cute, here
2: stupid. in California that the highway patrol here recommends that if you're in a car accident, always try your best to move her to the furthest right shoulder. And even then... Don't get off the car because if you're coming out as a driver, you can easily, we've had so many incidents that people die because they get run over by someone who's just, it's dark, can't see, wasn't paying attention, whatever. So it's always best to try to get get off as the, the freeway right. as possible. Right. So this chick who was just trying to help out these ducks, I mean, I feel for her because I'm an animal lover. I've totally, well, I've never pulled over on the freeway, but, but I've pulled over on the streets when I see a dog, <laughs> a stray dog. I can't tell. I've lost count how many times I've picked up a dog off the street.
1: I wonder if she eats eggs. But you got to yeah. l- think about it because the, in the egg industry, there's a lot of eggs. They produce millions and millions of eggs. And out of those millions, there's a large percentage of those eggs that hatch prior to them being packaged. And what do they do with them? They put them in garbage bags and they throw them away. She should have went, you know, I wonder if she knows that. Well, now she won't, you know, she'll be in jail eating... You know, slop, <laughs> I was in Joe, and I was work making eggs they there are out of cans, eh, I was part of the crew that was making the breakfast uh-huh. and and we would pour there was these huge stainless steel like huge so you could take a bath in a big old fucking t- tubs, and we would just empty big cans like big like the can of beans uh-huh. but eggs uh-huh. it was like liquid, you know it's weird, uh-huh. and you just put it in there and you heat it up, and all you do is stir and stir and stir, and all of a sudden it looks like egg. I didn't eat that shit. Man. <laughs>
2: poor thing she's 25 years old I mean uh, I don't know I feel for her but I get it it was a very very dumb decision yeah, to but make I
1: think it's a very steep one I don't I think it's uh, personally I think
2: I mean there are people who like rape children and they get like two years in prison there that's what I'm saying and this chick has like she tried to help the ducklings. Yes, it's very unfortunate. Two people died. It's a very, very sad situation. Mm-hmm. However, it's not like she had it any intentions. It wasn't. Yeah, get but them. it
1: was not intentional. But people it was get away with more uh, with, with intentional death or intentional manslaughter. But there is there is such a thing as a lesser negligent. Yes. Yeah, so so get her. You know. So take her license away and give it to a Mexican.
2: Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, sad days for the. Canadian woman. All right. Oh, then. she's Canadian. Oh, yeah. give her life.
1: Give her life. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. Eh, my ca- Canadian neighbors they're they're cool. Eh, they're they're green f- pot friendly. Eh.
2: Oh. Okay.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Sad days. Okay, guys. So let's move on. Did you guys hear about this? Um, one story about a little girl that was allegedly kicked out of a KFC restaurant because she was making um. Other customers uncomfortable Due to, ter- to her um, facial scars uh, From a pit bull bite I don't know if you guys are familiar no. with that story No Okay well there was uh, this, this little girl Who was with her grandmother at KFC They had ordered They
1: kicked her out because her face was
2: messed up Allegedly they had kicked her out This all went down in uh, Mississippi where they allegedly, the grandmother, had <laughs> ordered some mashed potatoes and sweet tea.
1: Sorry, hon. You uglies.
2: <laughs> <Aww. laughs> She's a three-year-old little girl. So, they were eating at this restaurant and that one of the employees asked them to leave.
1: Employees?
2: Because, yeah, she made the little girl and her scars. I mean, she has she has like an eye patch. She had just a pit bull attack. She had an eye patch. And she had some scars around her mouth. So, the employee allegedly said that they had to leave because they were making other customers uncomfortable. Man, if... Uh, the,
1: the store person did that. The, according to what this the grandmother, according s-
2: according to the grandmother, saying. Some of so these now, there's an anonymous source that's saying that this could have possibly been a hoax. They were looking into surveillance uh, video of the restaurant where it seems like they didn't find any actual evidence. That the girl was there? Of an employee going to the little girl and saying anything. There was no records in the cash register that they actually ordered. There was an order for mashed potatoes with gravy and sweet tea. And that there was there. It seems like it didn't really
1: happen. Well, why would someone make that shit up? eh? For the lawsuit, Angel. Because guess what happened? Um, They're suing. There's, of course, there's a lawsuit. So the judge and, must have laughed and said, "Well, did you ever look at your employees? She, Those fuckers are ugly." The, eh?
2: fa- the family <laughs> raised <they> about <laughs> the family raised about one hundred thirty-five thousand dollars in cash, Pe- along with offers of free medical care and other gifts for the three-year-old little girl. So well, they, they got
1: because people got, felt bad for her. Just so, give her chicken tenders, so eh? sending, and also I heard that Kentucky Fried Chicken, in or out of the kindness of their heart.
2: They offer like, about $30,000. They, g- they
1: gave her 30000 and said, oh, well, even though it's a, it may be a hoax, you can keep it.
2: Yeah, and this, if, if this is really true, which it seems like it's, it's po- just based on the investigation that KFC and other outside sources have done, it seems like it really wasn't true. It sucks because the employees and the managers at this KFC location, along with other KFC locations, they've received death threats. We've yeah. had people show up at the restaurant and yep. be rude to them, yell at them, death threats, and throw stuff at them.
1: This could be viable, eh? I'm going to yeah. go borrow one of those the immigrant kids, eh? <laughs> hey, mijo, come here. Blah, blah. Let's go to KFC. Yeah,
2: it's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little... F- it's not looking too good for this grandmother. That girl didn't girl. look too good Because <laughs> originally, the KFC that they stated, but it they happened. Got- it was, it's been closed for years. So, um, yeah. She didn't
1: get a story but straight. But it's her
2: little girl though. This 3-year-old little girl probably doesn't even know what the fuck is but going on. But they've got on. about
1: she... $150,000 out of this. What are you talking about looking good?
2: She, uh, she I feel bad for the little girl because she does have some, you know, scars and disfigurement of her face and she probably has no idea And her grandmother's pimping her out trying to get some money.
1: She, oh, little poor um, little girl. she'll be so fine. So give, gonna gonna girl, give her a driver Give her a driver's gonna, license. She's going <laughs> to grow up with some <laughs> cute she, She's going to grow up with some cute scars. <laughs> give her a driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> grow and a pet duck. <laughs> She'll grow up with some cute scars, and everything will be fine. <laughs> Poor
2: little girl. Send him
1: to Guantanamo Bay of Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> three,
2: three, three-year-old little girl, and uh, so this is still pending the investigation. But like I said, it's um, it's not looking so much like a like a great situation for for them.
1: Uh, uh, what? 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 Oh! 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 Well, you know what? I I think <laughs> that you know. I don't know, man. How can they have gotten away with it that far? Well, they didn't. That's the thing. It got, it got. Well, it got far enough that they uh, that they sent her see money. See you know how right? things happen? They go viral immediately. They go viral, and all of a sudden, that people start sending money out of the kindness of their heart. And next thing you know, they've got all this money, and it turns. I don't out know. I had else. a virus the other day. I didn't get any money. All I got like was a shot. Eh. Oh my gosh! But, but you know, but you know, here's the deal. Um, the, that's I really don't like when. When companies fold right away and they start giving out money or settle on a lawsuit, because then it they just got op- enough to give it away. No, eh? but then it opens up. Got insurance companies to do it. But then it opens up opportunities for, for other people. Hey man, hey, this. The opportunities already I there, though, though, a a I can never finish a sentence. The I can never finish the sentence. The opportunity I can never finish a. The se- opportunities there. Sent- the let, opportunity- let me finish a sentence, bro. Finish it, eh, dude? Well, I'm, you spend a lot of time repeating the. Oh, I am not going to finish the sentence. No, just let it. me finish, finish. Just right let me finish a sentence. The, the, what happens is it opens up an opportunity for other people to say, hey, you know what? Because you know what, Angel? Let me just stop here because maybe other people are trying to listen to what I want to say. That's why I tell you to be quiet. Okay? The, the people are listening for this reason. Jeez. Yeah, what they, happens is they're <laughs> up, and all of a sudden people say that this company is going to fold quickly. All we need to do is make allegations and say we're going to sue. And they settle out the of court. So it costs the companies way more money. To, to to settle lot of court in the number of lawsuits than to just fight it once and then, uh, and then all of a sudden diss- dissuade others from doing it. It's a pretty extravagant story, I'll tell you. Yeah, that little girl got her feelings hurt because the people didn't want her inside. That's kind of silly, man. I mean, go to Walmart, eh? I mean, there's a <laughs> lot of... <laughs>
2: Alright guys, moving on Pretty
1: offensive people over there.
2: Moving on guys and, and
1: they may be good looking people But they don't know how to dress Or something, you know
2: I'm moving on guys To the next trend that we have And it's a Choney's trend I just posted it on our Facebook wall Go ahead and check us out On Facebook, uh, Facebook Twin Talk Show <laughs> Where you can find uh, photos And feel free to please comment on it And my question is Would you wear this? It's the hot new trend where it's called the (laughs) C-string. It's literally um, what they've described it. It's like a a maxi pad that (laughs) stays between your butt cheeks somehow. (laughs) It goes through the front. Now, I posted the photo, which has different patterns and colors and, uh, you know, whatever... Whatever feels uh, fits your fancy, um, and it's <laughs> been uh, it's been going online viral as far as um, the use of it. Apparently, it can be customized. You can add a little bit of um, lettering to it. Uh, there are some photos online of men who have tried it out. There's uh, different colors and 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 textures to it, and there are some reviews to this C string because you bet your dollar that there are people who have actually purchased it, they, what, do it? Okay. <laughs> what do you guys think about uh, this c-string okay what do you guys think of it
1: um can i use it as a c-clamp
2: because Th- Jose, tell me. On. i, w- I want to know jose's opinion because he's uh, a <laughs> he's an appreciator of I'm, women's chonies of
1: I- i'm an aficionado i want to
2: <laughs> know what do you think about this
1: well um i'm a, i'm the kind of guy who likes the conventional underwear for a woman okay it, it looks very sexy i think I mean, even the, the old classic girdles look sexy because there's something about a woman's underwear that is just nothing but woman and female. This, I don't know, <laughs> it looks a little too like, uh, you know, the big four inch uh, see-through heels in and a stripper pole.
2: <laughs> With the little glow lights on yeah, the inside. Yeah, I don't
1: know. And it looks like it hurts. So
2: just in case I have to give you guys and our listeners a little, you know, anatomy class. Just so you know, I didn't post a photo of it actually on a woman's, but JJ. But just imagine it the, the rounder part goes on the cucka, and then the little C part goes through the butt cheeks. It
1: looks like a, a bent sperm. A bent sperm? It does. Okay. But All right. it, it serves its purpose. Now, um, uh, Jaime Sanchez says, let's buy Jackie a couple.
2: <laughs> no, Jaime. I'm and okay. then
1: there's uh, <laughs> one of our listeners, uh, Stuart Erel. He says, honestly. I see three problems with it, with the fit, and then it says, oh, for women, got it. <laughs> Julie, Ju- <laughs> Julie chimes in on Facebook and says, looks like a bad bikini wax. I agree. You know what? Uh, I'm going to, you know, I have, I'm going to come up with mine. It's going to be called the L-string.
2: The L-string?
1: <laughs> yeah. This was called C-string, right? Yeah. Mine's going to be called L-string. <laughs> That's a capital uh, yeah. L-string. Why L? I don't know. Use your imagination, eh? <laughs>
2: I think it's hilarious <laughs> that people actually purchase these, like not for like like shits and giggles. They actually purchased it <laughs> to intended. be to be like uh, I wanna
1: find a picture kid. You?
2: you can i listen, just Google it, put in C string C string underwear and right. it'll pop up and you will have images on how it looks on a man and a woman. Uh so they really,
1: do make it for men? N-
2: no, it's just oh. dudes that are just silly and just wanna put it up their how do you She's spell underwear? For some reason. Oh, that, that <laughs> so I, I'm, I find it hilarious that there's actual reviews on this. So some reviews said that this woman uh, who, who uh, named her review dumb husband, <laughs> she said, I usually love when my husband buys me lingerie, but this was so tiny. I have no idea what he was thinking. It's still sitting in the packaging when it came in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now,
2: my question is, is this like a uni, universal size?
1: Uh, That's a good question. Because
2: Uh. it does look small. And I get it that that's its angle. It's supposed to be small. But what if the back part doesn't go all the way up the butt cheeks as supposed to? I like it. Because there's, you know, a lot of love back there. It looks like a marker. Like they
1: just marked it on there like it wasn't real. Yes. I'm going to try to save it and share it. Oh, yeah, uh, I can share it.
2: There's a there's another one that uh, uh, a husband actually reviewed it. it. said, my wife did not like it much, but I loved it. I suddenly got the wrong size for her, but now I can send it back because of warranty issues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, warranty issues?
1: Look, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I, I could, it, it started could have, as a C. It ended up as a G. I could have fun with, you know, Different different underwear that women want to wear for me. But I don't know. It just doesn't look. It looks like it hurts. It
2: looks uncomfortable. And as it is, thongs are like, my mom says like ilitos. They're just, you know.
1: Little strings. Little
2: strings. (laughs) I mean, how much less stuff do you need?
1: I like it myself.
2: You might as well just go commando. (laughs) But I I get if you're a little bit more conservative, you can have something to just cover that little patch there.
1: I like it. I I don't think it'll go with my hair, though.
2: You don't think it'll go with your hair? Yeah. You think it'll clash?
1: It'll clash with my, my yeah, my style. I
2: my. think you would, it would grab too much attention from your hair to your shizbizzles, <laughs> you know? Mark. So, there you go. That's the, the hot new choni trend, <laughs> Guy. The C-string.
1: So, we started with the ch- 50,000 illegal children and we ended with, pretty with the pretty raunchy C-string. Right on, dude. I'm going to, hey, I'm not going to say it again. People you know are gonna people are
2: going to start looking this up. You the, know they are. The right C-string. Right on. Let us, uh, feel free to comment on our, on our Facebook page and let us know what, what what you think about Would you buy this for your wife or your... Self. Self. Uh, <laughs> would you get the polka dot? Would you get the furry texture one? Or would uh, you get the plain old black one?
1: No, I'm not, into, I'm not digging the guy ones. Let's go back to the conventional mama-jamas. <laughs> Anyways, that's Jackie with the News and Dirty Laundry. Thank you, Jackie, from Shoot. NBC and Telemundo with us every week, Jackie Casas.
2: Thanks, guys. Have a good night. We'll be
1: back with Test Masters, the Blender Girl. We also going to be dropping a Chill Lounge, and just maybe, maybe, I'll be doing a Patriot Pass. We'll be right back.
2: is Melissa Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8:30 a.m. on Channel 20, Direct TV Dish, and AT&T UVerse.
1: Tune in. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose, and I'm Angel, and we broadcast live every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com. We also do it out of the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live365.com, and just look for Twin Talk Cast Radio. Tell them where to find us on social media, Angel. Well, you know, because we're pretty social guys, eh? We got all our handles, eh? You can find us on Facebook, just look for Twin Talk Show. You can find us on Twitter, just look for Twin Talk Show. And you can find us on Twinstagram, or I'll just say Instagram, but it's really Twinstagram. Just look for Twin Talk Show. Follow us, post us. You know, check us out, eh? We're, be part of the Twinpire, eh? And we'll be right back. We're gonna play a track from a guest on our ba- on our band, a guest in Theo Lucia's garage. This is Groove Session. This is called Boogie on Reggae Woman. Remember, Testmaster's the Blender Girl is here with us tonight, and we'll be right back. To boogie right across
2: this floor You know I love to do it to you now Until you holler for more
1: I love a reggae
0: But you move too fast for me Yeah I'm gonna make love to you now until you make me scream. Girl, oh my boogie
1: oh, woogie woman, what is wrong? That, ladies and gentlemen, is Groove Session. They performed here on Theo Luis's Garage. Oh, look on TwinTalkCast.com for previous podcasts and check them out. They were live and they were awesome. Dude, I totally dig them. They're a trio. Two brothers, Manny and uh, Ron and then Sarvin. They're a lifelong friend. Right now they're on tour. Check them out. They're Groove Session. They, they might be in your area. They're touring the uh, Midwest right now. They'll be back. And trust me, you want to catch them, you'd be surprised. They'll blow you away. Anyways, uh, uh, we have... A guest waiting uh, in the wings, uh, so to speak. But first, I want to take my opportunity to do my patriot pass because, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I did get a little upset today. I was a little upset earlier today in this broadcast because we were talking about the fifty thousand children that are being that are just making their way into our, our our country. And I see my brother's head turning. But my problem with it is that our government is separating families. Yes, I said it. Immigrant families, not by sending them home and leaving the poor children, so to speak, here without their fat parents, but by opening the floodgates. Yes, I said it, ladies and gentlemen. I did say it. I know. But those floodgates are open. And I got to tell you, by opening the floodgates, now the pa- parents uh, if, of these children are sending them by the trainload because we do not uh, secure the border. Now, I care, folks. I do care. Political ideology aside, those children don't know any better. They don't know any better other than what their parents say or do with them. And now they are responsible, moved by their parents, and their government has them without country and without family. Have a heart, folks. Come on. Have a heart. We need to secure the border, not because we don't care about the plight of our other countrymen and of other people, but because we have to do this responsibly. Earlier in the show, we talked about responsibility. Yeah, let's be responsible about this. Now we have children uh, by the tens of thousands without family, without home, many of them in deplorable conditions, and it is not their fault. I would rather have them at home in a country where they're at least in the bosom of their family than now having them as young as two years old in a strange land among other thousands of other immigrant children with i mean just fear i could just imagine the fear in their in, in their hearts so have a have a heart let's close the door and be responsible just wait for them to knock and we'll deal with it then that's been my patriot pass because i care ladies and gentlemen because i care for those kids thank you Ladies and gentlemen, that was my brother exercising the biggest muscle in his whole body, his mouth, <clears throat> on his Patriot Pass. And me, I'm just, I, my, blo- my my tongue is bleeding right now. From biting it <laughs> So much, you know. Save the kids, hey, eh? adopt the kid, hey. Eh? That's what I'm They're saying. All- They're all there, hey, eh? just, you know. I got some chores I could give them. Hey, you got some chores you could give them? Plenty, you know. Bring them over. But then if I put them to work, then I'm heartless. Those poor children. Oh, those poor immigrant children. Yeah, why don't you give them an education? Oh, no, I'm going to give them an education on chores. There's plenty of room for them, eh? Plenty of room, eh? <laughs> hey, everyone, this is Melissa Martinez. You're local. Oh, my God, I keep playing that promo by accident. Why is that happening? I want to know why. My playlist. Anyways, welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. That was my Patriot Pass. Thank you for lending me the opportunity to do that. Why? Because I care not only about those kids... But also because I care about the our our First Amendment. If we don't use that our right to freedom of speech, we're going to lose it, ladies and gentlemen. So now, ladies and gentlemen, in Theo <laughs> Luis's garage, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> what I got to say it. I got to say so it. So that's why we gotta we gotta be humanitarian with these kids, or we're going to lose our humanitarian or our human. Our humanity. humanity eh? I did say that. that that's what's happening in, in this. Everybody's really using losing their humanity on, on these kind of issues. Didn't I say Because that? they get really scared because they listen to the news and they say, oh, it's going to cost so much money in my pocket. I'm not going to be able to buy my quad and go to Lake Havasu this year because I have to pay my taxes for some kid. But that's what I said, Angel. I said that I care about the children. I would rather have them at home at, in the bosom of their own family, even though the conditions are. But they are, don't want them. But obviously. Right and and you know what now they're so stuck so let's it take them. them open your arms we gotta go to our guest our guest is sitting here patiently enduring you angel <laughs> anyways ladies and gentlemen Testmasters, Masters aka the Blender Girl Australian actor, blogger and self-professed blendaholic I say that because it's on your Facebook <laughs> she, she uh, uh, okay uh, she, sh- she sh- blah 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 sharing healthy gluten-free vegan and raw recipes in her new book the Blender Girl Cookbook—is that what it's called? Yes, and it's—it's it's, you're on a book tour now. I am uh, a blogger, cool chick, actor, Blender Girl. Here she is, ladies and gentlemen. It's here it for Testmasters.
0: Masters. <laughs> Thank you.
1: I dig that accent. Are, are, is, you're on a book tour? Yeah. Can I be one of your roadies? Sure. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'll be on a book tour roadie. We actually have a pretty good <laughs> listenership out of Australia. I mean, they listen. and We've got acts coming in here all the time from Australia. Like three or four acts have come here from Australia. Yeah. Literally land here and come into a garage. But first of all, um, I'd like to ask people why. If, wh- what gives? what gives you like the passion. What's your background for this?
0: Well, I, like you said, I'm an, I'm an actor and a presenter and probably a crazy person. So uh-huh. <laughs> I just love stories, you uh-huh. know. And, um, you know, I make my living doing voiceovers and acting and presenting and all that kind of thing. But I, I started the blog about four years ago because I just kept, I love to cook and I, I love, you know, health and nutrition and healthy living. And I just kept getting asked by all of my friends, what was that thing you made the other day? It was so amazing. And I can't remember what you put in it and la, la, la. So I started a blog um, and just very quickly it, it sort of gathered momentum. Thank God I'm not delusional. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I had Epstein-Barr virus. I was diagnosed with Epstein-Barr virus when I was 14. Oh, wow. That was kind of the impetus into a revolution into the way that I ate. I was just always tired and I wanted to take a nap. And um, so a naturopath suggests I give up gluten and dairy and I felt, almost, I felt better almost overnight. And I'm not a celiac, I'm not lactose intolerant or anything like that, but it was just a kind of eye-opening for me. And so I sort of became obsessed with this this concept of food as medicine and then I became one of those really annoying freaky little people you know I was <laughs> macrobiotic for 10 years I was a raw foodist you know religiously I did Chinese yin and yang principles ayurvedic philosophies I oh, I did everything and I you know was one of those people that tried to recruit everybody I know with the <laughs> right answer every six months <laughs> till finally my dad sat me down and said are you having any fun Because we're not having any fun (laughs) living with you, watching you eat, watching you order and food should be fun, right? Yeah. And that was was really the turning point for me where I stopped sort of dogmatically following one particular idea or philosophy about food and just decided I was actually really looking for the perfect test diet and that can change day by day, week by week, season by season, um, year by year as my, my needs change and... Um, you know stress levels and physical, you know, activity and so forth. And so that was like really where the find your perfect blend came from. So I started asking people, "What's your perfect blend?" And it struck a chord with people. And it's different for everybody, right? Uh-huh. So that's what I do. Fun. You know,
1: you know, sometimes when I drink too many IPA beers, I <laughs> can really do a number on my stomach lining, and then I go back to the pilsners. But I think but you're, actually, you're actually saying the truth here. It's true. They don't have that much alcohol content. But let me do – I do want to say something to, to my uh, beer uh, listener, uh, beer drinker listeners out there, is that the craft beers tend to have more natural and sometimes organic ingredients. So go for those. So Not 100% of the time. Go for it. So you you read a <laughs> book that changed your life in regarding to food. It's Confessions of a Kamikaze Cowboy.
0: Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, well, what is that? <laughs> Uh, well, Dirk Benedict, you uh-huh. know, who, um, yeah, gosh, yeah. I remember watching him as face on the A-team. He oh. was so hot. Was oh. that him? Oh.
1: He was also on Gal- uh, Battlestar, Battlestar Galactica. Galactica. I know. Yeah, yeah. He is, Starbuck. Starbuck. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And, um, You're a
1: Starbuck fan?
0: <laughs> I am. No, and um, my my sister-in-law, Tony Hudson, who runs this fantastic website called Correct Living, she, um, when I met her, he had introduced her to macrobiotics, you know, cause he was diagnosed with prostate cancer and they basically gave him, you know, I don't know, six months to live or something. And he Starbucks? said, I think so. "Starbucks, so. Yeah? Starbuck,
1: I mean, the guy Starbucks.
0: And so he, um he you know embraced macrobiotics and he basically cured himself of cancer so
1: so and that's what the book's about explain what macrobiotics is for our listeners
0: yeah it's a way of eating you know in symbiosis with nature it's um, whole grains um, a lot of sea vegetables um, you know a lot of um, non starchy vegetables um, sometimes they eat a tiny little bit of fish. I say they, like it's a clan <laughs> of people. But anyway, us um, and them. yeah, but, but you know, it's very, very grain and vegetable based and it's just about eating in season and, um, and balance and things like that. But it's, it's great. I mean, for me in the end, I found that it was too grain based for me, which would speak to a lot of people out there. You know, the paleo craze has just swept the world, hasn't it? So for me, I just felt that, It was just too grain-based. I felt very, very good on it, Um, but just not as good as I knew I could. So really an intuitive approach to eating ended up being the way to go for me.
1: Um, So, um, but isn't there, isn't, shouldn't we, aren't we meat-eating people? Is there room for that?
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, here's the thing. I mean, I'm, Whilst at the moment, I choose to be gluten-free and vegan, I'm not one of those sort of preachy people that's trying to bring everybody into the fold to eat the way I do. I don't know.
1: You're sneaking up on me. No.
0: I mean, the thing is, I mean, again, it's about finding what works for you. You know, depending on what your blood type is, your genealogy, your stress levels, your age, what climate you're living in and so forth, different things work for different people, you know. So for me… Um, <clears throat> there's no doubt that fresh fruits and vegetables are a boon to health. Period. So no matter how else you're eating and what else you're eating, I feel like including some of these foods is 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 great for everybody. So for me, you know, I have all these fantastic salads and and vegetable side dishes and all kinds of things in the book. If you choose to pair that with a steak or a piece of fish or a lean piece of chicken, I'm totally cool with that. Big, I mean, big, you know what? I'm
1: side of beef. <laughs> I'm not myself I'm not a meat eater. I eat meat. I, yeah. But I don't eat a lot of meat. Yeah. You know, I just don't bog down my system that way. Yeah. But, but it does I it with eat the a IPAs. lot I eat all day long and I'm eating greens all day long. I just finished my greens here. And i you know, I'm and that's what I tell I, I started with my kids saying, start with the colorful foods. Yep. Okay, start eating all that and when you take snacks to work or what have you, ziplock a bunch of greens. They're delicious. Then by the time you get to your what they like to call entree, I just say <laughs> by the time you get to your starches and your proteins, by that time you've already gotten to a point where you're not that hungry, so you don't eat that much. Right. And your alkaline levels are primo because then then your body doesn't accept that because it does it's not used to eating all that acidic food. Yeah. So I'm I'm with you, Blender Girl. <laughs> <laughs> See, you got to hire me as your roadie now. So, so, um, from your blog to a book, you got a two book deal with random house. Uh-huh. Tell, well, right now, how random is that? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> she's an actor. She knows Starbucks and, uh, not Starbucks, Starbucks, <laughs> Starbucks. <laughs> and she's from Australia. You're from Australia. I am. I dig your accent. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just going to be quiet and listen to you. Don't talk, don't talk. Jose. You're the one who's doing all the talking, <laughs> dude. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> So um, I'm, I'm gonna be. See, oh, Sandy, baby! Oh, Listen, I love that movie.
0: <laughs> I watch that movie every year. It's yes. like a religion. Yes, <laughs>
1: and that's my that's my uh, karaoke duet. <laughs> <laughs> what's that song? You know, uh,
0: I uh, got you. There you go.
1: They're multiplying. Okay, don't get me started. <laughs> so the book, the book. Uh, what's the name of the book for our listeners?
0: It's the Blazer Girl. Original, I know. <laughs> Perfect.
1: That, it's all about branding. I totally you yeah. thought, yeah. you thought you'd be here with a backpack and pull out a blender.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I on, do. I do travel everywhere with it. I'm a bit of a freak, but seeing as I live around the corner, uh, didn't need to. to uh, right okay. Okay. I'm not that much of a blender holic. I can go one hour without my fix. Just
1: don't go to. Just don't go anywhere with a rice cooker in your back. it <laughs> might think you're a terrorist. <laughs> yeah, it's different. <laughs> oh. So, um, first of all, I asked you a question, but I do want to proceed this by saying that about two weeks ago, um, I was talking to a friend on the phone, and she was mentioning that she, because I, I, uh, about a month ago, actually, I purchased a uh, blend blender, uh-huh. and, uh, which I gave to Raina, who's here with us today, who's going to talk about her experience uh, as, a blend, as a newbie blender girl. Uh, have you I, been blending? I have. And anyways, we'll get to Raina in a second. But <laughs> I purchased it, and uh, we were talking, comparing notes, and she's... And she said she has a blender, and she got into it and eventually kind of died out, like a lot of people I'm sure you heard. Right. And then I said, well, well it's funny you mentioned that. We're going to have the blender girl on our show, and she bought your book. And she, uh, and we're talking about the other friend, not Reina, but another friend, and she's like, tell blender girl I love her recipes. Oh,
0: thank <laughs> you. Thank you. So what else lovely is lovely to hear.
1: What else? Is it just recipes, or what else are they going to find in this book?
0: Yeah. So, I mean – You know, there's so many fantastic juice and smoothie books out there. So I thought, you know, I don't want to do that. I want to do something a little bit different. And I want to show people that you can use your blender for more than margaritas and smoothies, right? Right. Which is fabulous as well, by the way. So there's a full (laughs) repertoire of smoothies and juices and drinks and tonics and... Cocktails in the book. Yes, I am not a monk. Nice. (laughs) I do drink alcohol. She is Australian after all. Um, Beyond that, you know, I wanted to, um, you know, do some more interesting things. So we do salads and main meals, burgers, you know, in a blender. We do condiments and desserts, appetizers, snacks, um, you know, all kinds of stuff. So. It's blender-focused, but not blender-only. So we're using the blender to make amazing sauces and dips and spreads, and things are going to highlight the taste and texture of the more sink your teeth into a food. So, for example, you know, unless you have the the, the schedule of a panda, no one wants to sit and chomp on leafy greens all day long, okay? So we want to make those things a bit more interesting, you know? So a bland bowl of leftover grains and steamed or baked vegetables, that's not that interesting day in, day out, right? So it's about trying to make those things really, really tasty and delicious and more fun, you know, because healthy food has to be fun or it's not going to stick. You know, we all love to grab a donut. I'm sorry. And a French fry. Right? Exactly. Right. So we, you know, I really wanted to show people that you could make healthy fast food um, that was really tasty and delicious um, and tasted like a treat, you know? So that was really my, my agenda, you know, when I set out to pick the hundred recipes that were going to go in the book. And then for book two, you know, I'm going to go beyond that. I do compost and homemade skincare and cleaning products and all kinds of stuff in a blender. So I'm going to wow. do more food, but I'll probably do wow. a little bit of that as well. Um, it's, it's about making, you know, the quickest, the you know quickest meals in, in the least amount of time, you know? So, um, that's kind of, that's sort of where I was going with it. Beyond that, I kind of just wanted to tell people a little bit about the things that inform, um, the way that I develop the recipes, you know? So I talk about, as you mentioned, mm. um, alkalinity which i think is you know in the next three to five years one of the next big trends in food uh, so vital to health um i don't really do it in a really preachy kind of freaky way mm. it's just here's here's what i learned incorporate it don't incorporate it you don't need to know this stuff or embrace it or give a shit about it to make the recipes and enjoy them but if you want to think about this stuff then here's a little bit of information to wet your appetite so you can go and learn more you know um so i talk about as- uh, alkalinity and acidity, raw foods, live enzymes, probiotic rich foods, food mm-hmm. combining, um, soaking and sprouting, which was a game changer for me. Um, and then I've got a big chart, which shows you how to make every kind of nut be- uh, nut, uh, plant-based milk, nut seed and grain milks. Um, I've just got a basic recipe and then the soak times and the ratios for how you blend it all together. Um there's a uh, blending tips, how to get the most out of your blender, you know, just wow. s- simple uh-huh. things, you know that actually people are finding quite illuminating, which I think is great. Um and then I've got a bunch of soup tips, a bunch of smoothie tips. I've got a make your own smoothie chart, which I actually put in the book at the very last minute. Um but everybody's writing we are receiving hundreds of emails from people going page 55 is reason enough to buy this book. <laughs> <laughs> and they're making all these smoothies using page 55 and they rock. You know, I'm nice. like that's kind of cool, yeah. right? So um, it's, a, it's kind of, um, you know, to be truthful, I find a lot of cookbooks intimidating. And I kind of look at them and go, crap, I can't make that, you know. So I really wanted the opposite to be the case with my book. I wanted everyone to look at it and go, oh, I could be her. That's easy. I could be her. That's easy. Well, come on, you know. So that was really where I was going with it. So I really wanted it to look accessible, fun, and that it was made by a real person in real time. Because I'm not a trained chef. Um, yes, of course I can cook, but you by know, the pictures on you your website, you, you sure cook. look like a pro. You could blend too.
1: <laughs> just don't throw uh, no small immigrant child in there. <laughs> how much time? How much time do you spend uh, just on your regular day, you know, consuming y- your your consumables? <laughs> how much time do you spend uh, behind a blender?
0: <laughs> oh gosh Well at the moment Okay so I, My app The Blender Girl app Comes out Oh there's an uh, app At you the say. end of August awesome. Yeah. So there's exciting an app, app And unlike the book It is 100 Smoothie Recipes Because I know That's what people want You know they love my smoothie Some people call me A smoothie sommelier Which is so flattering But <laughs> I love to make Really full dimensional smoothies That have a lot of flavor And show people Some interesting techniques You know if I'm going To put a smoothie in No one needs a recipe For a banana mango smoothie Right So if it's, I'm going to put A smoothie in a book It needs to be interesting interesting. needs to show you something you might not have done, like putting curry in a smoothie or putting onion in a smoothie or, you know, pairing strawberries and red pepper or, you know, just the alchemy that you can – you know, the alchemy that's created with different ingredients.
1: Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah.
0: So um, – Let me
1: just recommend that with all the time you spend behind the blender – no texting and blending, okay? Oh, gosh. Let me tell you. I almost
0: did drop my cell phone in the blender today because I made 32 smoothies today. Oh, Whoa. Gosh. I didn't create them. I was just testing them for yield. So I'm on the, you know, all the recipes are due this coming Friday. So I had to test every single one to make sure every single one yielded 32 ounces. It tasted exactly the way I wanted. Wow. And, you know, I've got a bunch of recipe testers, so they're giving feedback. So I'm tweaking them accordingly and all that kind of stuff. So... I've been blending since 7 o'clock this morning. Um, (laughs) So I'm happy to be sitting here taking a break.
1: (laughs) I'm glad I didn't bring out the blender. (laughs) So um, uh, 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 when it comes, first of all, I wanted to say that as soon as I get hold of this blender back from Reyna, I've I've always looked forward, I'm looking forward to just throwing whatever I can in it. But but, uh, your book is definitely health conscious. Yes. Right? And I think that's, that's what I would really want the blender for Because, you know, summer is here You know, I want to look your best want to feel your best I'm no longer the 18-year-old that I might look like And uh, so, so I'm concerned about that <laughs> Did you say look like yeah. or look at? Look like <laughs> So, but how many Who's your clientele? Who are the people that are buying this book?
0: Well, you know, it's interesting Because in the last six months My demographic has swung 54% male Wow. Yeah, 18 to 40.
1: I, I think it's the blender girl I'm thing. Kind interesting, right? <laughs> if it was the blender guy, it'd be a different story. Oh,
0: come on. I mean, you know, it's interesting. If I, if this was 20 years ago, I might go, all right, okay, maybe it's that. But I mean, seriously, I'm 41, so I'm not Kim Kardashian or whatever. So I think it's the, I think it's the people are realizing that it is the quickest, most accessible way to make healthy fast food. You know, so um, I never thought kind of that. Of embra- people are kind of embracing it, particularly, you know, guys who are single or they might be living in a small apartment and they might not have a lot of time, not might not have a lot of cooking skills, but they want to make, you know, a really nutrient dense workout shake or a quick salad or, you know, something that's, um, you know, a bit interesting, but doesn't take a lot of time and doesn't, ha- you don't have to have any skill. I mean, I test all my recipes on 12- 12 year lot. olds. So <laughs> a 12 year old can't make the recipe, doesn't make it in the book. Wow. So it's really important stuff though, right? Because um, they just have to be foolproof, mm-hmm. idiot-proof, you know, and, and super accessible. So, you know, like I said, I, I just don't want anyone to be intimidated. I want everyone to feel like they can absolutely do this, you know. And, and also, you know, whilst I do use a Vitamix and I think it's the best blender on the planet, I tested my recipes with 55 recipe testers for the book with blenders, Uh, Only eight people had a Vitamix. Everybody else I test, you know, had a $60 Osterizer all the way through the gamut, you know, up to a high speed blender. So I wanted to make sure that people could utilize this book and enjoy these recipes and blend in um, on any budget anywhere in the world, you know, because we all have different ideas about what is worth spending money on. And we all have different financial priorities, right? So with the exception of, uh, I believe, five recipes in the book, where if you don't have a high-speed blender, you need to use a food processor. Everything has been made and has been tested extensively on a, an entry-level $60 blender. So the soak is really important. And I talk about this in the book. Where to get the best results with an, you know, a conventional blender, you're going to want to soak fibrous hard ingredients like nuts, seeds, um, dates, sun-dried tomatoes, things like that. and that that becomes you know that really changes things so
1: the blender that i just got at the yard sale is going to work just fine right (laughs) yes (laughs) make sure it's clean okay
0: yes talk about
1: uh, making it easy and everything that's why we have reyna here with us today hello reyna hi reyna was uh the recipient of a blender that we purchased we won't say the brand name but uh it was one of the very high-end ones competing with Mm. The Vitamix. It's a Beast, mm. yes. And uh, the reason why we did this is because uh, we wanted to say okay, we got the blender girl who's clearly the pro. <laughs> now we got somebody who's, you know, may not be um, as uh, versed on blending and see how, how, if it's easy to do. Yeah. So, I never
3: used a blender before. Really?
0: No? No. Really? You'd never used a blender before? So it was was
3: actually pretty intimidating for me. (laughs) Yeah, because they're really powerful and they're loud. Yeah. 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 It was loud. And going and shopping, I I remember going into the store and I was thinking, what did I just get myself into? Because I had no idea what to buy. (laughs) So I picked all these different recipes. So it was a little intimidating at first, but uh, after about two or three times, it was really, really easy. So... It actually became a pretty easy daily routine once you finally get the hang of it. It's what just, was
1: easy? What, what was the process that you found easy?
3: Um, once you buy the, the correct items that you need.
1: Like the, the, the foods you mean? Yeah,
3: the correct foods. It's actually very <laughs> easy to throw it all in. and Well, at least I don't know about other blenders, but this particular blender is very, very easy and fast to clean. So it all worked out perfectly. It was great. I love it.
1: Now, did you find, uh, one of my concerns is that I'm going to blend like crazy because I want to be healthier, and I do feel like I need a detox maybe, and maybe I just need to get those nutrients that I don't get in my steak and potatoes, but um, did did you find that the food was, that you can make food that's satisfying?
3: Oh my gosh. I didn't realize this, but when you make, because I actually made some soups, and they were really filling like i was full and i was full for a while it wasn't something that i expected i didn't even know it was possible but you, uh you
1: made soup on the blender yeah what'd you do get a can of Campbell's soup and just put it in there <laughs>
3: <laughs> no you could actually get like tomatoes in this blender uh when you use it it's been so fast it'll heat Heat it actually up in the in the blender by itself, oh. so it's actually warm when you drink it when it comes out of the blender. Mm. So it's a warm soup, and um, it was really filling. I was do, I was do you pretty get surprised.
1: do you find that test from people that you've read your book or have tried your recipes that they are surprised that they are actually. F- full yeah. by drinking their meal yeah
0: they're uh, you know, but again you know they're not it's not just liquid food so um you know i've been what touring for eight weeks now you know making a lot of different food across the country for you know very mainstream people that have not been exposed to this kind of food before and mm. people are very pleasantly surprised at first of all how delicious the food is because i kind of have a thing where i i'm a cream dreamer like i love dairy i'm just you know intolerant i get eczema and i just can't tolerate it makes me very tired but oh god do i love it (laughs) so for me i'm constantly trying to find ways where i can replicate really really truly replicate that experience you know and if i can't really get close um i just don't put it in you know so for example the pesto in the book, you know, oh, oh God, do no, I love aged <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, if there was an hour left on the earth and I didn't care about eczema, I would slap myself in <laughs> it! <up. laughs> yeah, but anyway, so, but you know a lot of you know years and years ago people were using nutritional yeast in vegan cooking and nutritional yeast tastes like ass okay? <laughs> so i really hate using it it's gross it's got this horrible aftertaste no one who has experienced the joys of parmesan is going to be fooled by that <laughs> yeah. it's going to be a poor relation you know example right so but what i discovered years ago is that white miso paste you just a teaspoon in a dairy-free pesto. Interesting. Oh. It's extraordinary. So just little things like that that you learn along the way. I mean literally I've been making this for people and they swear there's parmesan in it. You know, wow. people that eat mainstream, you know, da, 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 they're just freaking out. And then I've got another thing, a mayonnaise that I make with raw cashews and cauliflower. And oh, it's just unbelievable. And then I make a potato salad and everyone just goes, no, that has On gone. On the blender, Better blender. No, no, no! I would make the dressing in the blender. Oh, oh. I don't stick all the potatoes. It's really quite funny because when I say I'm going to make potatoes, <laughs> everybody's expecting me to throw it all in the blender, right? And I'm like, no, that's mashed potato. It's pretty funny, but yeah. So people are surprised. I mean, they're surprised at, at how good the food is um, and how satisfying it is. Let
1: know? me let me ask Raina. when it, one of the toughest things for people to do, and I'm sure you've heard this and uh, experienced this in your field uh, test that just sticking to it sticking to pur- uh, purchasing the products or the foods and whatever and then mi- mixing it and cleaning it and all that stuff you, is that something you can stick with right yeah
3: now? it's actually pretty easy like i said the blender is remarkably easy to clean and pretty fast so that just cuts out so much time all by itself That, and if you just prepare the food before you want to get it ready, like stick bananas in the freezer or just prepare it all before, it's easy just to throw it all in at the same time. It's it's very fast. And then it's what do you
1: tasty. do? Can you prepare it and take it to lunch, like throw it in a mason jar or something? Is that what you do? Yeah, or? I
3: actually had, well, I had it broke now, but I had a mason jar that had um like uh, this inside that keeps everything frozen that you put into it. So I could carry it around for hours and it would still be like a smoothie, which okay. was great. Okay. So it lasted and you know forever
1: Cool. is that what you hear from your, your customers or your customers your, your readers or your book and your, follow, your blog followers that, that they find it surprisingly easy to
0: yeah I mean I think it's exactly what you said I mean I hear the same thing all the time that once you go and get uh, stock your pantry with yeah. the foods you know yeah. because particularly in my book and the way that I cook I use the, just like anybody I use the same ingredients over and over and over and over You know, so once you have those ingredients and and really, I mean, I really tried hard to, there's only about four or five ingredients that can't be purchased at a mainstream grocery store. And I had my recipe testers test that in Idaho through to, you know, it's not just California and New York where you can get this stuff. Right. And, you know, a year from now, it'll probably be only three things because, you know, everything's starting to really open up and people are embracing these so-called alternative foods or whatever. But it's interesting people just say, oh, I, I was kind of intimidated because I'd never used, I'd never used miso before or I'd never used um, tahini before or something like that, right? But once I tasted it and I found where to buy it at Whole Foods or whatever, um, I then realized, oh, this is actually not that weird. I can do this, you know? So I think it's just about... It's about familiarity, like anything really, isn't it? When you, when you enter a new sphere of interest or a new domain or, you know, get a new skill or whatever, it's just sort of practice makes perfect. And the more you do it, the more confident, you know, confident that you become. But it is, um, it is something I hear a lot that when people turn on these high speed blenders, uh, they completely freak out because they're so powerful. They're so (laughs) noisy. <laughs> that you know, I get from a lot of companies. They say it's the number one reason why the machine gets returned, not because someone's because not going to use it, because they're they, they're intimidated. Yeah. Oh. They think they can't handle it. It's like some expensive sex toy or something. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah.
1: So can I throw some enchiladas in there? And hey, listen, and it's your blender, well,
0: your perfect blend. You throw whatever you right. want in there. I well, she so does say uh, it's and uh, your website says it right.
1: it's not all pureed food. Drinks, movies, puddings. Well, I'm
0: sorry. I don't know about you. I like to use my teeth. I don't (laughs) want to co-check them at the door. (laughs) Right? So contrary to popular belief, we're not doing that. Where, you know, there is texture in this this world. Mm -hmm. You know? So, um, and you know, so much of the enjoyment of food is about texture, isn't it? So for me, I always love to blend... Pardon the pun. Um, you know, crunchy and smooth textures. You know, that to yeah. me is a satisfying um, experience yeah. when I'm eating something just like salty and spicy or sweet and, sweet and spicy. You know, I like to blend different things together. So. The
1: evolutionary, evolutionary animals that we are, if we stopped, if we just always sipped through a straw, we'd lose our teeth. Our teeth would be gone. We'd be totally. just gummy people. Yeah.
0: No, we're absolutely meant to chew.
1: (laughs) Okay, I got a very important question. Tell me about uh, Gears of War 3.
0: (laughs) You know, that's so funny because I had a blast on that game. Like, I had been a voiceover artist for 20 years. You know, I'd done thousands of commercials. But when I moved here uh, four four and a half years ago, I, um, you know, I'd gotten to the point where I, you know, was was working as an actor and a voiceover artist. And I didn't have to wait tables anymore and all those things you do as a young actor, you know. And I thought well, I'm not going back now. I'm not going to, you know, so I've got to try. Now that I've moved to another city, it's very, very competitive, a lot of actors, a lot of voiceover writers. Um, I needed to make myself as employable as possible. So, you know, video games and audiobooks are the two fastest emerging markets in voiceover. Absolutely. So I had to learn about them, right? And so it was such a new world for me. Um, obviously, I you'd have to be under a rock not to know what a video game is, but I didn't have a lot of experience with it, you know? So, um, I knew about the Gears of War franchise. I knew it was really massive. So um, I got that gig an, a week after I moved here. Wow. So it was my first job in LA, which was so cool. People um, are hating you right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so lucky that they wanted to cast an Australian, you know, which kind of narrows the pool as opposed to me um, competing with the. the tens of thousands of Americans, Mm -hmm. um, for a role in something. Um, and I was really lucky that I got cast and they really gave me a shot and and trusted me. And, um, you know, for me, it was really quite intimidating because I'd never, never worked in that space before, you know, and it's, it is a completely different skill. You're exercising completely different muscles. And, but I got to tell you, I had just gone through a bit of a personal tragedy and a divorce and I was so Upset and devastated oh. and brokenhearted. That let me tell you, it worked. Uh-huh. Screaming and going die! Oh it was like so therapeutic. It was so fabulous. I had so much fun. You so know? you're
1: the Australian chick on the Gears of War.
0: Yeah, Gears of War wow. three, three, Gears of War three. And it was interesting, you know, because I had to play like this sixty year old uh-huh. cat eating. <laughs> omnivore Truly in the sense Of the word omnivore um, Character Who was fabulous And very beloved In the books And uh-huh. um, you know It was fir- the first time That they'd had A group of women mm. And you could, you could play Female characters Which was huge So I kind of felt That pressure And you know There were some people Who loved me Some people who hated me Just like everybody, everything else Right Because I had to do This kind of older voice mm. And it's hard to pitch that You know Sometimes it's good And sometimes it's Completely naff And whatever But it was really fun And you know the fans of the game you know they're so enthusiastic, it was really fun to interact with them and have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people email me and and tweet me and facebook me and oh it was, really
1: they oh, they get yeah. to email you and they, the the yeah. character that is right N- no
0: yeah. me directly oh, you know? okay. um and it, and they're just so passionate about the game and they enjoy playing it so much, and so it was really fun to. To meet some of those people
1: Well I always wanted to meet Tomb Raider But you know
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyways we're going to have to go
1: now Because we're running out of time Remember tonight We have uh, Tales from the Sunset Strip uh, At 9.05 tonight But please Let our listeners know Where to find your website All the stuff Your book All that other stuff
0: Thank you Yeah my book's The Blender Girl And it's available At Williams-Sonoma Amazon Barnes & Noble Costco Everywhere books are sold You have to be under a rock Not to find it Which is cool doing very well Um, and I'm at theblendergirl.com and theblendergirl everywhere on social media and I answer all my tweets all my Facebook messages all my posts uh, and all my emails
1: she does she answered our email and (laughs) and if you email her tell her you heard her on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel I would love that yeah (laughs) that would be cool
0: absolutely All right,
1: we're gonna be right back with Angel's Chill Lounge thank you very much
0: thank you for having me the twin talk Talk with jose and angel Angel. kick Kick back. back and listen
1: short don't waste it be nice to that stranger don't pass judgment on him and your loved ones too. enjoy every single day even the not so good ones one day you won't have one have coffee with your parents friends or siblings too more often be sure you tell them you love them don't be afraid to ask for forgiveness and grant them yours Accept that invitation, rekindle that relationship, salvage others and be joyful in the ones you have. Be still and be present. Start doing your bucket list, rafting, jumping, dancing, go ahead and do it. Learn a new language, taste a new cuisine, learn to love a stranger, don't be afraid and don't be shy. And even if it hurts, be still and be present. Have joy and peace. Life is too short. Chill one love. And that's Angel's Chill Lounge. Shoo! That brings us to the end of another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We want to thank you all for listening. Right on, and uh, tune in. Make sure y'all you tell your friends that uh, we're on here every Tuesday because Tuesday's Wednesday. We got a great guest coming up next week uh, to check him out. But we want to thank our guest Tess Masters, the Blender Girl, and the voice of Gears of War Three. <laughs> uh, hey, so next week on our next show is July first, eh? Yeah, we have it's a, the first of the month. What do we got? We also want to thank Reina for being here and uh, and getting out of her. Uh, whatever you were doing to be here, thanks for being here, Reina, and sharing your experience. <laughs> <Okay. You're> welcome. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> um, next week, do we have guests? Angel, uh, don't you- I don't know. we got something to come up next week. And the following week, we have Tommy Morrow, the Chicano rock band, uh, Chicano artist. Uh, and next week, we have Terry Galt at Grocery.com. She's going to tell us how to buy the right beer at the right price. And all the good party goods for your 4th of July weekend. So nice. Tune in next week on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Check us out. Go to Twin Talk Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Go to Testmasters. Go to blendergirl.com. Check out the book. She's a cool chick. And go to Arizona and pick up one of those immigrant kids, también. Eh? <laughs> they need a home. Homes. All right. We'll catch you guys <laughs> next week. Good night. Shoo!